This is episode 20 of The Shauna Kay Show. Welcome to The Shauna Kay Show. I'm your host, Shauna Kaminsky, health, wellness, and anti-aging specialist, and the best-selling author of the book, Lose Your Menopause Belly. I'll provide simple lifestyle hacks for you to regain your health and get your sexy back. Tune in for practical, easy, actionable steps to upgrade your health today. Have you ever battled with depression? Depression often has a negative connotation associated with it, and many people suffer in silence. Today's podcast will be especially helpful for those of you that deal with depression to find some hope and solutions. I'm so excited for my guest, Summer Montabon, as she is an accomplished fitness icon and she battled with and still battles with depression. Now, Summer has a passion for helping people live happier and healthier lives. It's expressed itself in many ways over her life and her career through her roles as a teacher, coach, professional athlete, serial entrepreneur, and mom. She's the owner of Summer's Fitness in North Canton, Ohio. She was a professional athlete in 2004, she won both the tall class of the National Physique Committee Fitness Championships and the overall NPC Ohio State Fitness and Figure Championships. And as a professional athlete, Summer appeared in many national fitness magazines and DVDs as both a model and contributing expert. In 2011, her battle with postpartum depression set Summer on a path to helping others with their mental health as well. She's committed to ensuring other women don't suffer in silence from anxiety and depression, and I'm so happy to have her as a guest on today's show. Hey, Summer. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thanks, Sean. It's so nice to be able to catch up with you, too. Exactly. Well, you know what? I'm just going to dive right in because I think this is just such an important topic that women need to hear about. And I really appreciate the fact that you're going to share on this because I know that you've struggled with depression. There's a lot of maybe negative connotations that go with that. And so just tell me, how did you manage? Um, Honestly, there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle. And so it was just, you know, deciding and starting to pick with one thing. Um, Part of it, I think, I guess, was the realization, like, wait a minute, like after, after I hit rock bottom, then it was like, wait a minute, I probably have been dealing with this for over 25 years. Um, So recognizing it and then saying, okay, if something's going to change, then I have, it's my responsibility to take those steps forward. Right. Um, Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think the big thing is, is recognizing and, and being okay with it. Because for example, if you're a diabetic, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't, you wouldn't withhold insulin from the diabetic. So mental health is, you know, no different in that regard. Absolutely. And I give that example all the time, just the stigma is different. And so a lot of people will suffer in silence or they won't get treatment or sometimes if they seek treatment, um, as in my case, and initially with the postpartum treatment, some of our providers aren't always equipped for it because it's such a 
a gray area. Do you know what I mean? Like with insulin and diabetics, sometimes it's like, oh, your numbers aren't here. So we need to give right. you this much insulin. And it's not, it doesn't work that way for mental health issues. Correct. I see what you're saying. So, so what would you say if, if others are feeling like, how did you, how did you know, okay, this is like a clinical depression that I need to, you know, I need to seek treatment for, like what brought you to the point that it's just like, I can't handle this anymore. So I've had a lot of ups and downs, even starting, you know, when I look back, it is really as fourth grade. If I want to be honest, like in fourth grade, I had some, like, I was always tired, always wanted to go to sleep, that type of thing. Um, but after the birth of my first child, which um, was in 2011, um, I just like crumbled. Like I just got to the point I couldn't even function anymore. And so after of us trying to manage at home, even going, you know, back to the OBGYN and going to the stat cares, my husband finally was like enough, enough and just admitted me to the hospital. And so I was there for a week yeah. and, um, that was, you know, you know, when I said, okay, got started. And so it was through, you know, that really tough time, like realizing, like, I really have been struggling. This just really brought it out for a number of reasons. Um, you know, so started working with that doctor, started doing counseling, had to set some boundaries with even family members and things yeah. like that too, you know, cause there's a lot of environmental things. Um, yeah. so that's pretty much how it all got started. And I've just really focused on that. Like that's been my mission now to truly be healthy and happy and be the voice for women that suffer in silence. Cause I'm like, I was performing like for all those years. And now it's like, now I know so many other women do too. Correct. Yes. Yes. That everyone puts on the happy face and fake it till you make it. And it only takes you so far. Mm -hmm. So if you, if, if listeners are, you know, saying to themselves, Oh my God, that's me. Mm -hmm. what, what would be, you know, but they haven't hit that rock bottom. Sure. What sure. would be their, what, what's, what's your suggestion to them? So there's, so like I said, there's many pieces of the puzzle that I feel like we're con contributing to help me manage. But I first and foremost, like, I want to be honest, like even today, like I still have struggles. It's just, I now know how to deal with it better. So num number one was, you know, yeah, here I, you know, I own a fitness center. I've, you know, was a pro athlete, all that good stuff. You know, I know about exercise. I wasn't exercising. And so it came to the point where I was like, okay, Sesame street seven, just start with seven minutes. And I think, so for anyone who's not exercising right now, just start somewhere and start small. Don't put this big grandiose idea because we, we all know it, whether people want to accept it or not, like exercise is the foundation. Like that's just like brushing your teeth. Like you right. need to move. So I started with that seven minutes and slowly increased it and just made that commitment to myself. So that was the first thing. And that's what I would suggest to other people. And okay. so like my, my second thing was, okay, just eat more fresh foods. Like I've read enough books, you know, I know enough that, yeah, the food that you put in your body, right. It's either the best poison or best medicine. So I was like, yeah. okay, I just need to eat more fresh foods and try to change the mindset of being restrictive or can't have this. Um, yeah. and I know, and I know you and I are similar and like, we have, you know, that past kind of, I guess you could call it, you know, body, bodybuilding that there were foods that sometimes like, Oh, even fruits that you wouldn't eat because right. it didn't fit. So I had to change my relationship with food 
And that's what I try to teach to other people is like, no, food is for fuel. It's to nourish you. It has purpose and it's okay. You know, it's okay. So that was the second thing. Um, The third thing is definitely like, you know, more water, which really wasn't an issue for me. But some of the other pieces of the puzzle were um, actually being a coachable student, like listening to what my psychiatrist wanted me to do, even though like I did not want to take those medications. Yep. But I knew I had to, to at least get to the point where I could function and, you know, start feeling better. So that, so that was another thing because I wasn't, I was trying to be resistant. Um, Same with the counseling, like going to the counseling regularly. Um, That, that was another one. And then, you know, just surrounding myself, taking a look at my circle of people and just realizing that sometimes (laughs) you know, your circle might be toxic and they're not helping you be a better person or they're not helping you grow. Um, you know, so it's not only our internal environment, but our actual like, you know, physical environment. So I just had to make some different changes, you know, you know, boundaries that way. Um, so like I said, there's a lot of pieces of the puzzle and then it's just committing to continue to do that. Right, Shauna? Just like with exercise, right? Yeah. And I I think the big message is self-care because I think the big thing is women will always put everybody else in front of themselves Mm -hmm. thinking that self-care is selfish and it's really self-respecting. And we, we, like, I feel like women, you know, we, we, the world, like we control the world in so many ways, right? Like Mm -hmm. when we're healthy and happy, those around us are more so. So in order for us to serve others, we have to be able to take care of ourselves. So even things like you say, you know, toxic people in our environment, sometimes they're family members. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you might not be able to cut those people out, but you can certainly limit exposure. So just recognizing those boundaries and then, you know, respecting yourself enough to, you know, hold firm on the boundaries, which is a challenge. Yeah, a- absolutely. And then like you said, that self-care and investing in yourself. So yeah, I, I, I hired coaches, yeah. you know, in, in, um, you know, in the past when I wanted to become a pro fitness athlete. So I hired coaches in that aspect. Well, even now, like I, you know, and you and I have that in common too. Like I am not going to, um, I'm not going to blow the budget, but like, I'm not going to skimp on hiring a good coach because yeah. I'm, I'm going to be my best investment, my best return. Like I've never yeah. failed myself when yeah. I've decided and when I trusted in that person. Cause that's, that's yeah. another thing, right? Just like a counselor. I've was paired up with counselors that I, after, you know, I gave them a chance, a few sessions and I'm like, you know what? I don't think we're a fit. You yeah. know, I need, you know, and that's okay. So I just, I really attribute coaches and making that investment in myself. Cause you're right. As a mom, you know, I, I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old and we do that to our, we do that to ourselves. You know, we make those excuses. I don't have time. I don't have money, you know, whatever. And you're right. I had to say that and take a stand for myself um, to do that. And that's what I just want to encourage so many women too, is just to believe in themselves. Like believe when you're in the right environment, when you have the right support, you know, when you do those things, like you are going to flourish. You totally are. And yeah, just, yeah. (laughs) Partly is setting the scene for success and trusting your gut. You know, even, even where nutrition and exercise go, 
I know it can just get so overwhelming with, you know, mm-hmm. all the literature and, and, you know, all the fads that are going about. But if we just kind of fall back to a little bit more intuitive eating of, and just yeah. follow the principles of not restriction and not, yeah. you know, never starving, never stuffed, but just eating whole and unprocessed foods, that's going to take us a long way than, you know, starving ourselves. And, you know, we can't even think straight when we're, when (laughs) we're not eating the right fuel. So stop overthinking and just start, start, start eating for some people. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And I love that word intuitive eating. And a lot of times, you know, people will say, Oh, I need to know more about nutrition. And actually, no, no, you don't. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you need to eat those fresh whole foods. It's let's find out why you make the decisions to eat certain foods. And that's where, you know, having a coach is really valuable to help you kind of get deeper to the the root of things. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it's true. And, and you can't really see the full picture when you're in the frame. So having those Mm -hmm. eyes and whether it's, you know, battling with nutrition or or battling with weight or getting Mm -hmm. fitness in line, having that, those outside eyes is really, really important. Now, I want to switch gears a little bit because, I mean, you, you know, you said that fitness and nutrition has, you know, really helped pull you out of the depression uh, and, you know, help you help has helped you have, you know, a healthier and happier life overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I want to talk a little bit about, you know, being a professional athlete and, you know, rectifying that outside image. Mm-hmm. what you were as a professional athlete and you are spectacularly beautiful now, but we are our own worst critics and mm-hmm. you might be looking in the mirror and seeing summer today, but having this image of summer from yesteryear when you were a professional athlete, how do you mm-hmm. overcome those, you know, body image things? Oh yeah. Thank you, Shauna. Yeah. So you're, you're right. Like, the voice in our head, right? Sometimes or sometimes, you know, looking in in the mirror. And I really think for me, and hopefully this is helpful for others, it really just comes down to, um, you know, that mindset of, you know, you are good enough and just it really healing deep. Um, I I mean, it's, this one kind of just chokes me up sometimes because I know so many women, you know, do judge themselves based on their weight on the scale. Um, and and I know like my, my weight is not where, you know, where it should be. Right. You know what I mean? Or my, and I could sit there and compare myself to the past too, like so many women do. So it's trying to celebrate the small successes and really just the gratitude of where I am now and being like, you know what, that was a great phase in my life. I learned a lot. It served its purpose at its time. But for me then, saying, okay, well, wait a minute. If I still had that physique and that low body fat, I would not have these two kids <laughs> because right. that, that also was not healthy. Um, yes. if I, yeah. If I continued to train, um, you know, and eat the way that I did, my body would probably be more beat up now. And I'm sure we all know, you know, people like that. So it was just about training smarter. And then for me, it was flipping the switch that, that I was always passionate about health. And that's what I try to teach other people. Let's embrace being healthy and having a healthy lifestyle um, and and what that means of enjoying life. And so um, 
digging deep on your why, like why that's important. And so my bigger why is I don't want any woman to ever feel like crap and compare herself because I've had a six pack and it doesn't make you happy. I pretended I was happy, but it doesn't make you happy. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) I, I love so much about what you're saying because all our, you know, lots of our listeners might, you know, I don't want them to tune out thinking, Hey, but I've never been a professional athlete, but guess what? You look at social media, you look at Instagram <laughs> and what do you see? You see perfect body, perfect body, you know, of all the Insta famous, you know, bikini models. Mm-hmm. But I love that you say having a six pack didn't make me happy. Living that lifestyle, you were probably not your healthiest self. Mm-hmm. And then you think about the, the lifestyle that you actually lived to maintain that physique and how livable is that yeah. in, in the real world summer? You and I have both been there. Oh, for, for sure. Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm thankful that I made, like I said, it's a great thing on my resume. I learned so much about discipline and hard work and belief because even back then, like, um, I guess you could say I walked around like unassuming, like no, you know what I mean? Like nobody knew my, my capabilities until I actually was on stage. And that was just, again, my mindset. And that's what I, that's what I wanted at that time. And so I never, I never gave up on my goal. So I learned so much about it, but it's like today, that's why I no longer work with those athletes. I can't in my heart help someone because I've seen in today's society. Now keep in mind, cause like you and I, we competed a long time ago. There was not yes. the Instagram. There was not the yes. social media. Um, like in today's world, I'm like, I, I can't help someone achieve that goal anymore because I know what it does to their head. And it's like, exactly. Yes. You know? Yeah. So it's about being health, like just being your best self. And that's like, my tagline for my fitness center is achieve your personal best. Well, what is that? Do you know what I mean? And it's taking it just one step further every day and then feeling good about it. And like I said, I know, I know like I'm sounding great right now, but I'll tell you what, yeah, I have lots of ups and downs still where you're right. Those voices come in. It's just being able to, you know, change that voice in our head and push forward and keep your eyes on whatever, whatever achieving the best version of yourself is. Looks like. Yeah. yeah, and so I think that just the comparison game, can, mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking about a little bit about mental health and depression, and I feel that comparison game plays a big part in women's, you know, they look at those Insta-famous girls and think that that is actually reality, <laughs> and that is not. That is Photoshopped, or that is like, this is how I look on this day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on a big, you know, kind of this is fitness rant where we don't necessarily have to be picture perfect for an Instagram picture, but we can, we all can experience health and happiness in our, you know, our best self. So I love your tagline, which by the way, I might just steal a little bit <laughs> uh, because that is what health and fitness really is. It's from the neck up and from mm-hmm. the neck down. And it looks a bit differently for everybody. Absolutely. And, you know, like the saying goes, confidence is the sexiest thing a woman can wear. You know what I mean? Like just being in confident in who you are, you know, how you were created, you know, what your body can do. And I know for me, that was a lot of changing the mindset. Like if you talk to, you know, like 
lot of people in our industry, like, yeah, we're definitely probably in the 5% Shauna. Do you know what I mean? You have been able to move forward for that. And I can't remember if I said it earlier, but I'll tell you what, like reading self-development books has been huge too. It's like, yeah, whether it's, you know, reading, 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 it just changes that mindset. And I know people are like, okay, well, what does that have to do with fitness? You know, like it does like your mind, that's the most powerful thing. And the, yeah. the most powerful person on the planet is a woman who makes up her mind. Like I see that in my little girls. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And good for them because they're seeing it in their mom. And you wouldn't have been that mother to them had you not done, you know, took the time to take care of yourself, to get the coaching, to get the, you know, to maybe go on the meds till you could, you know, get, get on top of your health from the neck up. And then you helped get yourself healthy from the neck down. And then it snowballed from there. And those Mm -hmm. girls of yours, they are going to be a force to reckon (laughs) with because, You've empowered them with, you know, all this self-care and, you know, uh, self-esteem that, you know, I think that that's such a powerful thing for women is we need to work on ourselves, and, you know, then we're better for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's an ongoing journey. You know, everything is life and journey. And like, for me, um, you know, short time, I kept asking, like, why did, why have all these things happened to me? Cause I've had a lot of, um, very big life turning events happen to me. And I used to be like, why did this happen to me? Finally, I accepted. And so this might be helpful for someone listening to is finally, I accepted like, wait a minute, that happened to me for a reason to help me find my power. Like yeah. there, there's a purpose and a power. And so I've tried to find that purpose and power. And that's why like, um, you know, another, like, you know, women to feel fit, fab and fearless, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. I just, I finally accepted, like I was drugged through the mud and put, put through a lot of things in my life. Cause a lot of us play victim. I played victim for a really long time and not saying that my mind doesn't ever slip back for a second. Um, yeah. but it's reminding myself like, wait a minute, you know, find your personal power. The strongest people have been through the most. Yeah. I mean, I know that for a fact. Now I know, you know, that too. And you know, the people putting out the, the books that are helping us, you know, live, so we learn from those experiences too. So it's like, how can we, I don't know. Yeah. I just truly believe that that purpose, that power, and we all have that inside of us. And so I would just encourage women to like, listen to that deep burning desire that you have. Like, yeah. don't, you know what I mean? Like, don't put that away. Like just keep going. And like you said, social media and comparison and, you know, other doubters and stuff like that. No, like just whatever it is, (laughs) believe in yourself and just keep going. Yeah. And comparison is the killer of joy. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have the victory without, you know, you can't have the, 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 the triumph without the trial. So that trial is like, you know, making you into a better person. So, um, you know, in some ways, if you can be grateful and embrace that, Mm -hmm. what can I learn from this? What can I pay forward from this? And then get the support to help you do that. I think that's, and I think that women are, are pretty like they're, they're better than men in some ways in in reaching out because I think women Mm -hmm. just know that, you know, they're, we're stronger together. So just reaching Mm -hmm. out to that community and support is super helpful. So, um, 
That's Thank right. you so much for all that, Summer. I mean, lots of gems there. As you know, as a word, any words of wisdom that you would like to kind of finish up with, especially for you know that woman that is maybe just you know kind of at the end of her rope, just not knowing where to start. What would you What would you say is is step one? Because it's really a matter of just a baby step. As far as on the mental health journey or on yeah. any any yeah. okay struggling kind of probably yeah like on a mental health note like you know what would you say you know she should do first that 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 first and foremost like it's okay like it's okay and it's okay to ask for help and so you know the only way like to me like not getting help it would be a disservice you know to yourself and your family so it's okay to go out and get help and do it you know, and just, just do it and just be committed to it. Just like you would anything else. Um, I I know it's tough. I know it's scary. And, um, I, that's why I just have to emphasize too on the mental health thing, because, um, you know, people do have genetic disposition. I have a, for me, I have extremely strong family history of, of things. It's not, it's not an, you know, not an excuse. We can all make strides forward, but it's okay to see a counselor. It's okay to have to take medication. Um, you know, so, so just accept it and, and do it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I think that that's, I mean, there's, there's nothing, it has to start with something. And so it has to start that baby step. And so just even reaching out to a friend, if you don't have the the strength to like find a counselor, like at least talk to a friend, mm-hmm. talk to someone trusted and mm-hmm. then move on from there. Um, and that, and yeah. probably you need more than just a friend. You probably need some, you know, a coach or some professional help, especially in the beginning. Right. A- a- absolutely. And sometimes we need heavier coaching and heavier support in the beginning, right. Before yeah. we go to say something like a maintenance, but I just want to share too, like myself, I've had some ups and downs this summer and I was like, wait a minute, I let myself miss a couple counseling appointments because life got busy. I wasn't reading as much. So now I'm like, I know what I have to do to get back on track. Um, and so that's why I truly believe in having a coach and continue, even when things are going great, you should yep. still have a coach and you should still check in with them. That's, that's your best like insurance policy of staying on track, but you have to, it has to be, you know, that that trusting relationship. Otherwise it's going to not going to work. And like you said, a friend is great, but when you become friends, friends can't always hold us accountable. Yeah. They can't always hold us accountable. So. Yeah. I always, I always like to say that a friend is like a a shoulder to cry on, but a a coach is someone or a coach or a counselor is someone that holds your feet to the fire that you Mm -hmm. don't want to disappoint and they will have the hard conversation that, that you yep. don't want to put your friend in that position to have to have that hard conversation and risk your friendship with. So, so that's really great advice. And thank you for, you know, I know this is a personal, of a personal nature. And I know that your mission is to really help women to, you know, to overcome some of these, some of these issues and you, you know, you're paying it forward. So I really appreciate that. I'm going to have some links in the show notes of where people can reach out and find more of you summer. And I know that you'll be happy to, you know, help push anybody in the right direction if they need some, some advice. So I, I thank you in advance for that. Thank you, Shauna. Like I said, it's, it's my pleasure. Thank you for helping me share. And so that other women aren't afraid 
you know, to just go out there and do great things. Awesome. That's it for today. This has been the Shauna Kay Show. Head to podcast.shaunakay.com for show notes and more. See you next time.